Hello, everybody. Welcome to Audacious Freedom, the podcast, and I am your host, Didi Mendez. I am so happy you are here to listen to one of my stories on my life's journey to seek out freedom and love and support for myself and all human beings. Let's get started. Welcome to the Audacious Freedom Podcast, episode number 11. I'm calling it Bellying Up to a Bar. I am your host, Didi Mendez. I am a storyteller, a perpetual student of self-development, and an audacious life liver, among many other areas of expertise and interests. I am most recently the founder of audaciousfreedom.com. I come to you, my listeners, with stories about what I learn, read, observe, and experience in the world today. I am inspired by so many other storytellers, and I'm I'm told that I inspire others as well with my own stories. One of my most favorite things to do is to belly up to a bar by myself preferably in the afternoon or very early evening, before it's crowded, when it's quiet. Nothing quite makes me feel so free as to walk out of our apartment a few blocks and into a local bar and restaurant. Nothing quite feels like I'm instantly on vacation to drink during the day and to go home and take a nap afterwards. That's paradise to me. I didn't realize how much I had missed bellying up to a bar during the pandemic until I got fully vaccinated and Virginia laws changed and allowed customers to sit at the bar starting again a couple weeks ago instead of sitting at a tall table which was spaced apart and from other tables and placed against the bar. Yesterday was one of those wonderful staycation days for me. I couldn't wait for 11 o'clock when one of our local bars and restaurants would open and I could order order my first Sonoma Coutre Chardonnay and a rare bacon cheeseburger with fries. Yum. I actually walked out of our apartment at 11.11. I remember the time exactly because I had looked in at my sleeping daughter and said out loud in case she could hear me that I was going up to Jackson's for lunch. By the time I rounded the corner and could see the outside bar, I was surprised to see a few tables were already full. And my favorite bartender was behind the bar. And there were two new playmates already seated at the bar. Turns out these two men were new to me, but not to hanging out at Jack's. They had been regulars for at least six months, they said, and they had become friends with each other having met at Jack's. Excited as I was to find new playmates and to start chatting with them, but before I even claimed a bar stool, I was almost disappointed because I wanted a little quiet time to myself. I had planned to text my friend Dina back. Dina had been a neighbor and a sweet friend who I missed because she and her husband took a townhouse a couple miles away. Plus, they bought a beach house in South Carolina and spend most of their time there. I had texted Dina in the morning to see how they had fared during during the storm that had been working its way up the East Coast from Florida. She had sent back a long text updating me on their plans to downsize back to an apartment down the street and something about her husband's job and her plans to come up soon. 
I wanted to sit at the bar with my Chardonnay, which is Dina's favorite too, the Sonoma Coutre, to reread the text and all of her updates and to thoughtfully respond to her. I still have not responded to her and will wait until later this morning as to not wake her on a Sunday morning. I didn't respond to her yesterday afternoon because I started talking right away with my two new playmates and I forgot about Dina. And by the time I got home after my burger and a few glasses of wine a few hours later, it turned, it was straight to the couch. I love our couch and for my nap. I think I mastered the art of bellying up to the bar by myself when I was in my early 30s after the split with my ex-husband. I've always bellied up to a bar with other people throughout my adult life. Bellying up to a bar by myself started when I lived on the Upper West Side of Manhattan in the co-op apartment I had bought at 79th and Riverside Drive. My long runs, two hours long, were slow and easy, about 10 miles, and I would do them on Sunday mornings along the Hudson. I would go home and shower and walk up a couple of blocks to Blondie's and drink beer and get a bacon cheeseburger with fries. Blondie's served waffle fries. Yum. I fucking love waffle fries. After a few beers, I would head home for my sofa nap, a perfect Sunday for me. I may or may not have started chatting with other patrons at the bar. I might have watched whatever sports were on the TVs. I might have looked at my Blackberry. I did whatever I wanted when I wanted. It's still my favorite thing to do, what I want, when I want. That's also the time I started taking myself to the movies to see what movie I wanted and what time. No negotiating with someone on what to see and when, no feeling bad. If I suggested a movie that turned out to be shitty, I wasn't responsible for anyone else's enjoyment or lack thereof of a movie. I saw literally everything there was to see on my own, major films and indie films, everything. Back to bellying up to a bar. I love stopping on the walk back from my office in Midtown to the Upper West Side at Ruby Foo's, an Asian fusion bar and restaurant, which is no longer there and used to be on Broadway around 76th Street or so. I used to love to belly up to the bar, lean across it to kiss my favorite gay bartender on the lips, order some kind of pink and sweet martini, and ask him to surprise me with three sushi bowls. A few cocktails later, I would walk the few blocks home, feed and take out my pug, and call it a night. This was my routine a couple nights a week at least. When I sold the co-op and moved downtown to Wall Street, I found new local hangouts. The first place I found was on a Saturday afternoon when I needed a break from unpacking. I had noticed the sign of a place around the corner on one of my dog walks called Killarney Rose, and it started my Heineken light phase. Or at least that's what I drank when I was there. I don't think many other places even served Heineken light. Can you still buy Heineken light? Do they still make it? I don't know. I'm not really in a beer phase right now anyway. So downtown Manhattan, way downtown in Manhattan, is a little tricky to get around because it's not the grid that most of Manhattan is, where the numbered streets run north and south and the avenues run east and west. There are no numbered streets or avenues and the streets run diagonally and some streets even stop and start again down the block. And Killarney Rose's official address is on Pearl, but it also has an entrance on Hanover. 
until I figured out that it had two entrances. I was confused as hell about where they were. They were in two places. I remember telling the bartender about my confusion once I figured it out. And he said, yeah, I kicked a guy out once and he went out one door, walked around the block and came in the other door. When he saw me behind the bar, he said, man, you work here too? <laughs> Hilarious. Oh my God. Anyway, there was Killarney Rose for my beers and burgers. And I usually went to Stone Street with friends. We loved to sit outside at the picnic tables at any of the many restaurants there. Then I discovered Front Street near the South Street Seaport, which is no longer in a great little New Zealand restaurant, New Zealand restaurant called Nelson Blue which is also not there anymore. And that became my weekend afternoon spot and occasional happy hour place if it wasn't too crowded and I could get a seat at the bar. It was the kind of place where your third glass of wine or beer would be on the house. Of course, I tipped the bartender extra well and go home for my nap. After I had my daughter and we moved to Midtown to be closer to my new office, and her daycare, we found family-friendly places nearby to go to with friends and their kids. And when we found a place in Northern Virginia near the job I took with a fintech consulting firm, our apartment building was in a little strip mall with a Starbucks, a Panera, a pizza place, a sushi restaurant, and an Irish pub right downstairs. We could literally walk out of our building's side door and be at the door of the pub in seconds. This would be very convenient in a big snow when work and school was shut down, but the pub was open and my daughter and I would have parallel play dates with other families nearby. And a couple years later, we would, we would move to where we are now, where we have been for five years, which is a planned community with a mix of residences, office buildings, shops, including a Sephora and an Apple store, and lots of bars and restaurants. And I have my favorite four to frequent, Jackson's, Passionfish, Bar Taco, and Barcelona. My daughter, when she used to go with me, my daughter and I have eaten together in the dining rooms of my favorite four restaurants over the past five years. And my daughter has her go-to meals at each one. Grilled cheese and fries at Jack's, chicken fingers at Passionfish, mac and cheese at Barcelona, and cheese quesadillas at Bar Taco. Lately, my daughter doesn't want to go with me. She'd prefer to be on her iPad or to sleep in. And she's not able to get vaccinated yet because she's only 11. I tried to get an exception made for her with our pediatrician, but she said it was out of her hand. She's not allowed to give the vaccine to anyone who's not at least 12 years old because none of the vaccines has been tested on anyone under 12 years old. So now the bars are open again to belly up to the actual bar itself. And my daughter doesn't want to join me. I'm happy to belly up by myself and bring some takeout lunch, dinner, or dessert for my daughter. I don't think I know any other women who like to belly up to a bar by herself. I don't think I have ever even seen a woman bellied up to a bar by herself. I've seen two or more women together at a bar. I've seen men by themselves, but not women. Why is that? I've definitely seen a woman by herself sitting in a restaurant, but why not at a bar? 
Why don't more women set a date for themselves at a bar? Is it because they have a partner and going out is something they only do with their partner? Maybe. Or maybe they have a partner and the only time they spend away from their partner is to catch up with a friend or two. Maybe. It's okay. I don't need to know why more women, more women don't do what I do. Because I'm clearly not like many other women in so many ways. And I like to be different. I would probably be annoyed if more women were bellying up to a bar by themselves because that wouldn't be something that would make me unique. When I was in junior high school, I wanted to be like everyone else in the way they dressed, did their hair and makeup, but I couldn't be like the other girls. So I ended up creating my own style as I've discussed in another episode. Spending time by myself is something I've always done from a young age and something I've always done well. When I was a kid, I was happy to be in my room reading. And later as a teenager, when I got my first car, I drove everywhere by myself. I don't ever remember anyone riding shotgun with me. I remember rolling down the windows, like literally rolling them down with the handles because my first car didn't have electric windows, power windows. I pulled them all the way down so I could feel the wind in my hair as I sang along on the radio, smoked cigarettes and sipped on a Coke. I loved the freedom of going where I wanted to go and when I wanted to go. Sometimes I was going to work in a restaurant and bar as a waitress or a cocktail waitress. And sometimes it was after work to another bar. For me, working in restaurants and bars reminded me of how much fun it was to go out. So after bringing drinks to other people all night, it was my turn to go out. I remember when I was cocktailing at the bar of a restaurant, showing up tipsy from day drinking with a friend, I actually lost any money I may have made in tips because I either hadn't charged people enough or at all, or because I had given them back too much change. I, I don't think I ever drank again before a shift, only after. I'm realizing another thing I like about day drinking and bellying up to a bar. Other than that, it feels like an instant staycation and for the nap afterward and that it makes me feel free. It also makes me, it also makes me feel young. Day drinking by yourself or day drinking at all is a young person's privilege. It's not something a responsible mother and adult does. Not a responsible and respectable mother. Responsible and respectable mothers might day drink with a partner or a friend, but not by herself. That would be too indulgent for most women but not for me. I'm indulgent and I'm not like most women and moms. This has been Didi Mendez with Audacious Freedom, the podcast. Thanks for listening. And I can't wait for next time. This has been Didi Mendez with Audacious Freedom, the podcast. Thanks for listening. And I can't wait for next time.